The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield. Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys. Presented by Wingstop. Where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. We are back and you're looking live at a very weird looking Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center here at the Star in Frisco where it is 98 degrees and it feels like 104. That's the high for today. The low tonight is going to be 80. And they are getting ready for practice. Yeah, we talk about practice here at the Star. And they've got inflatables about to go up and... Come on out to practice tonight. I don't know the times. We'll get you the times and tell you here in a little Six bit. Six o'clock, I think. Six? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, about five. They'll stop stretching around 5.30 sometime All like right. that. Practice tonight, tomorrow, yeah. and Thursday night here at the Star. So come check it out at Ford Center. And we, if you are looking, man, we look good. Welcome to the, the brand new SWBC Can Mortgage Can we get some light back there in the hole? Can we get some see, – <laughs> This I should have worn all white shirt. This me. This Nate. Glad you got that gray in your beard. Yeah, for real. Lord, so, gee, I can I'm, see Shan. Can't even see myself. I mean, this is nice. Yeah, I mean, nice. this this is state of the art. This is a. It was nice before, but if you can't see this, go check this out on YouTube after the show. Yeah. This because we are the the people show on YouTube. So yes, but go check it out, man. This it's got that. It's got that fresh, yeah. fresh yeah. studio smell. Right, it's, right. It's just it nice. Like a locker room, just and, it, yet. and it's good to like be face to face. What'd you say, Jess? It don't smell like a locker room. It doesn't. Yeah, it's better the seventies or eighties locker room. I like the way he said "yet." <laughs> yeah. You sound a little far off. You sound like you're across the room. Wow. Oh, I, ooh, did we spray these down? I, I wiped mine down. You yeah. did? Okay, I sure good. did. Because I remember several years ago we made fun of Jesse for a whole two years. For spraying down his microphone, and, and no, nobody laughed after 2020, did they? <laughs> he was like, well, lace on, where's all the lace on? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, th- this show is brought to you each and every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And we are hanging with the boys, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, Shannon Gross in studio. We are missing Kurt Daniels. Uh, he'll be back with us hopefully later this week. But fellas, we are not the first podcast to be on since the game. But this is the people we're show. The best podcast. Well, we're going to tell it like it is to be on from because the there were some really good things that happened, mm-hmm. and there were some really not so good things that happened. And there's probably some people that solidified some jobs. Yes. And there's probably some people that they're still. We probably need to see you in in the lineup at least one more. <laughs> this last game, you might get some playing time. Before um, we introduce you to the practice squad, yeah, yeah. Uh, the streets, which is not a problem. Before we before it's we not get a problem, yeah. practice squad is not a problem. No. Nah. They but make the six figures up. now. But the streets, the streets up. is a problem. Hey, yeah. Sometimes that practice squad can open some doors to life and just let you just let me tell you stick around that star and let me tell you make a living. And let me tell you, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you from what I know and not what I heard. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the football stuff, because you know this show we're about football because you guys played football and that's what makes yeah. our show so great. But we're also about nonsense. Was it nonsense for Brandon Cooks, oh. Stephon Gilmore, 
and Michael Parsons to go take a joyride in a little puddle jumper, crop duster, before the game and and buzz the tower over the Seahawks field. I just want to license pilot. Nothing wrong with Brandon it. Brandon Cook's a licensed pilot. Exactly. Yeah. It it it's no you know, it's probably safer than getting in a car with someone with a driver's license. The 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 odds of things happening are probably far less. There's probably far less airplane incidents that happen than car incidents. But it still makes you nervous seeing that much money and and those particular guys, I mean any guy really that's on your team, as a fan, the comments were funny. Like there had to be a fourth guy up there. I don't think I don't think there was room in that plane for. Well, well yeah, somebody in the front. had the camera. Yeah, somebody yeah. had the camera. Yeah. But yeah, there's two people in the front seat, right? Yeah. So he had a co-pilot. It's not an Uber where the guy's just like y'all in the back, <laughs> right. you know? I guess he had a co-pilot, but he must have. Well, Nate, I know your answer. You you don't like to fly anyway. You you don't get on the big planes. I didn't even finish reading it when they told me it was three cowboy players. I said, you know what? If I'm Mr. <laughs> Jones, I bring and say, you know what, fellas. I enjoy giving out this money for what y'all do for me. But if you pull that one again, we're going to see how we can get some of this back. That, to me, that don't make no sense. It's certain things just don't make sense. That did not make sense. That ride, was, yeah. You shouldn't ride motorcycles during the season. That's right. right. Jerry's yeah. like, you want to fly right. in a jet? Come, shouldn't come see me. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't play pickup basketball. Certain things you probably shouldn't do. But Come on, man. What do you think, Jess? And some of these things are contractual. By the way, welcome back, Chris. It's good to have you yes. in the studio. Yeah. What's up, man? Yes. Hear, hear that familiar voice. Shout out, to, shout out to Jazz for holding it down. And yes. Terrence for she the rest of the crew. Held it, down. held it down while you were away at training camp, but we're glad to have you back. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. But some of those things are contractual. Like Golly, There are things that, in the CBA and a lot of the contracts that you put in where you're not supposed to do Things detrimental the extreme the... sport type stuff, right? Skydiving, skydiving, jet, certain type of jet skiing and things like that. Yeah. When I saw that, I, I was like, I know, I know. Jerry was like, "What the hell Bruh. are you doing?" So I didn't do a very mm. good job of explaining. Like I'm really good at doing. I just run with things. If you didn't see the video, it was all over social media. Brandon Cooks is is supposedly a licensed pilot. Why do you do supposedly? I don't know. He is. He is. How do you know? Did you go pull his, well, I went to his license? Instagram. No, I went to his Instagram and kind of went back, and I, there was another time where he was flying. So, But doesn't mean he's a licensed pilot. Well, you Did never know. Go to the FAA website and pull his, pull his license. Anyway. I'll look that up. He supposedly is, allegedly, allegedly, not supposedly, allegedly, is a licensed pilot, and he took Stefan Gilmore, Michael Parsons, and I guess this other unknown person that was taking the video, and they decided before the Seattle game, most people are going to the Pike Fish Market and hanging out, going to the original Space Starbucks, Needle. the Space Needle. And they're like, let's just get in this plane and let Brandon fly us over the Seahawks Stadium. And so they did. And he posted the video on social media, and we're having this conversation now. So, but You know what I don't like? And, and I am – this is my get-off-my-lawn old man <laughs> moment. Okay? Buckle mm-hmm. up. Buckle up, Nate. Buckle up, Chris. Buckle up, people. Why we? Why can't we just do stuff in silence anymore? Why does everything have to be? It's a dopamine man posted. Why does everything have to be filmed? Why does everything have to be? Just uh, social medialized. Are you talking about him of all people? 
Him of all people. Like explain it to us, Jesse. <laughs> Mr. The, Twitter, Mr. X. Mr. X, explain yeah, it to but, us. But no one knows what I'm doing. I don't post where I'm at. I don't you don't have to I'm because doing. you're on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, all they got to do is hit follow Jesse. <laughs> and they know. can get blow by blow of where you at, you Jesse. No, I, I was on a luxury vacation a month ago in a uh-huh. very nice place that I right. told y'all about. Right. And it, the people on social media don't know where I was at. Flex. It was a soft flex right there. What I'm saying, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in my life. And there's probably a lot of stuff goes on in their life, but. But this type of stuff, you don't have that to post everything. That one smart stuff. Yeah. You don't have to post this. You don't have to post in your car. And I'm not saying that them, but I've seen other guys post in their car that they're doing over 100. You don't have to post yeah. all these different things. Some stuff is not for public <laughs> consumption. Is that why you're not on Instagram? Because you would be tempted to, to, to do yes. that type no, of I'm stuff. No, I'm not on Instagram because I would be tempted to look at the, lady, uh, the ladies on Instagram. Okay? If there's a vice, you want to take it there? Yeah. If there's a vice for Jesse Holly, it's women. Right, right. I love and trailer parks, and especially the ones in trailer parks. If there's a vice, so that's all Instagram is. It's now become a cesspool of just pictures of women upon women upon women upon women, which is not good mm. for me. So I don't get on Instagram. Okay, that's fair. So it's like if you have a drinking problem, you probably shouldn't hang out at the bar. Right. Hence why I do not attend strip clubs. Don't have been to two my whole life. Almost forty years old. Been to two. Right. Just don't. Yeah. But this, don't try to get me off subject, Shannon. Okay, sorry. It's good that you know your limits, though. Yes. Yeah. X. Your vices. X. But everything is not for public consumption. I agree. Some things you should just keep to yourself. And then you got to think, like, if this is the kind of stuff they're putting out there, what kind of stuff are they not? Because they ain't putting everything out. No, but but then you open yourself up for this type of criticism. Mm-hmm. You open yourself up to now say how dangerous this is. Right. How, you know, this. some may deem it stupid. Some may not deem it stupid. These different things that you just. Do you, you know. think there was a internal conversation within the organization where someone had to go talk to them? This was addressed. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't say for oh, sure. Yeah. Somebody said something. There was a team meeting. And this was talked about. Yo, yeah. so you think it was in the team? We ain't finna oh, do this. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me make this clear. Okay? <laughs> Here's the video. <laughs> Brandon, we're glad that you're, you have your pilot's license. We're, we're thankful that you went and found some other things that you'd like to do right. outside of football. Don't do that on our time. Yeah. You fly on your own time. You fly when you decide to retire or you're right. not under contract for the Dallas Cowboys. So you think it was And in- damn sure don't take our, don't, don't take our second year Alien with you. Right. Keep him on the ground. Keep him away from harm's danger. If you want to go and do what you want to do with your career, that's fine. But double sticks, number 11, you keep him grounded. Thank you. You, you keep him on the ground, and you don't, you don't mess with us So like you that. think it was not just, hey, you three come talk. It was in no. a team meeting. Everybody the needs to hear this. The smart thing to do was, like Jesse just said, yeah. team meeting. Talk a little bit about I mean, we're way so far off topic, but I, I think this is this is a good conversation. Okay, let me get back on top. We got a third preseason uh third scrimmage this week. And don't worry about it. <laughs> Just watch it. We'll, we'll tell you more if hey, something happened, okay? You would be proud. Thursday we didn't even talk about the game. <laughs> right before we left this signed off yeah. the show, we were like we didn't even talk about the game. It's after, not, after it, you it's hung a up scrimmage, bro. It ain't up no, These are scrimmages. Uh, okay, we need a 76 to get better, and that's that's uh, 
Uh, awesome. We need for uh, TJ Bass to get better at 66. The rest of y'all do what you got to nah, do. No, no. Jalen Tober us, keep getting better. You told us the O line is good. You said we good. We good. We are. All right. As long as no one, I'm gonna keep saying, as long as no one gets hurt. But <laughs> just what? in case somebody gets hurt. hurt. Yeah. 76 and 66. Please do y'all jobs and get better quickly. We good. We good. We good. Right, I'm glad we got that cleared up. We got it cleared that's up. That's all. That's and all. And Jalen Tober. Keep Hats going. off to you, bro. But you, now, Jess, I got to get your opinion before we go away from that. That boy, he woke up. He it's like he got out of hang bed. On, hang on, hang on. We we'll get back. We we'll just do that in okay, the second okay. segment. Yeah, let Jess. The first, and we we taking the boys out there flying like that, man. Well, he, here's what I want to address. Here, what, you, what, what you gonna dress? You gonna put on a dress for what those you? people? No. no, okay. Nate's showing out because we got a tour outside the studio, and he's he's so happy that there's actually people back in the building where he can see them. He, he's right, trying to derail the show. Okay, go ahead on. Talk about both of you, the bond in a normal job. When someone makes a mistake, someone messes up, something needs to be addressed, you do it in a manner where you don't call people out by name. You don't point it out. You say someone within the organization did this. Someone within the right. company did this. Right. You don't want anybody to feel singled out. Right. The culture in a football locker room is 180. It is you you mess with that person. You make sure they know they messed up. That's they one, you need to do that right for them right. to be able to do their job and get better. But two, those are your best friends in those meeting rooms. And and it's all it's it's like, oh I did this, like I'm gonna hear about this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You miss a block. You you get blown up. You get your head taken off. Like anything. You're it's talked about. It's talked about openly, freely, in public, in the meeting room, everything. Just but talk about because you, you made a good point. Wants to do it now to break you're trying to get to. Do what? Do it now. I thought it was going to the break. No, we're going to break in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought like, you, I, but just, both of you talk about, like, why is that Why is that important in a football atmosphere, in a team atmosphere? Go ahead on, Jess. And why, does it, why is it so different than it is in, in everyday life and every other job? I mean, these are your brothers. These, these are the guys that you're experiencing every day with. Like, when you, when you sign on to play professional sports, you spend – more time with the men in that locker room than you do with your natural family. Like, literally, you do. And if I can't come to you as a man, then I can't really trust you when this thing gets thick, mm-hmm. when, when, when our backs are against the wall. If we can't have open jokes, if we can't have things where we share that type of relationship— then I don't know how, what's going to happen when it get real thick out there. What's going to happen when it when it's really on our backs? Thick like the trailer park. Huh? <laughs> thick like cold oatmeal. Mm, that's cold. Like the kindergarten crayons thick. You know, mm. crayon crayons are the one they can't break. Like so, you want to be able to establish that 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 like we are in this together. But we gonna have fun. Like we, when when guys to get chewed out of meetings, you come out of a meeting and then, t- like whoever was in that meeting, whether it was a position meeting or you hear guys say, chewed, you got chewed out, and you gotta just eat that because the funny part about it is, everybody will get their turn. Like you're gonna get it. Like at some point in time, Nate gonna give up a sack. At some point in time, I'm gonna drop a pass. Some point in time, I'm gonna I'm well, do mine's something more vicious than his. Sacks get more, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but more attention. Yeah, but you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. You're mm. gonna hear if Jerome Brown 
knock you across the head and run by you. God damn, Nate, you, I, I felt the earth shake, something like that. You yeah. know. Yeah, just, they gonna get, and that goes back to back when <coughs> you played, me. right? That's, yes. That's just culture of it, every each team year you're on, gets, right? Each year, depending on the player and who you are, because what you learn is I, 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 I know Jesse places where I shouldn't go with Jesse, too. It's going to be yeah. places where you can't go with Jesse or you can't go with me. Now, in my locker room, when you walked in, it was like – Hey, it's wide open. Everything <laughs> goes. But in each locker room, it's a little bit different. The 49ers didn't play like we played, you know, when, with the joking and the teasing. And I, I don't know how uh, New England did it. You know how New England mm-hmm. did it. When, when I went to the Panthers that one year, it was some sensitive people in that room. And uh, they hadn't experienced the highs and lows that we had. And so uh, – But everybody still know, got it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got it a little bit. Yeah, yeah but uh, – that we were here in Cowboy Land is unique because you walk in the door knowing that the world, you know, you belong to the world. And that kind of makes it easier to get at, guys. All right. Just wanted to know because I know it's different. Like, it's a different animal being in this building and, mm-hmm. and the cult. Like, you, you know, like I said, in the corporate world, those three people are probably getting called in either separately or as a little small group, and no one else even knows what that conversation is. Did you have a parachute? Cooks, did you put on a parachute? <laughs> That's the first thing everybody like, bro, crop dust. The parachute doesn't mean anything. Like, cause I'm sure, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I don't know for certain, <clears throat> but I'm positive that wasn't something that was brought to the desk of Mike McCarthy. Like, it wasn't like, hey, coach, so me – Stefan and Micah are going to do a plane ride and I'm driving. Like, and it's, it just wasn't. That just wasn't something that was brought to the desk and it was okayed by anybody. Three that, game changes. Like that. Three yeah. game changes. Like, that was definitely one of those we'll ask for forgiveness later. Yeah. Like, we're not going to ask for permission, but we're going to seek forgiveness later on. Do you, think, do you think it went through any of the three of their three. minds? Like, is this yeah. a good idea? Yeah. You think it is? Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Not Micahs. Brandon Cooks. Like, oh, yeah. cool, airplane. But Let's Brandon Cooks Brandon Cook just wanted to show the world, you know. Uh, yeah, my skills. I, I, I yeah, did it. I, I can fly this thing, dog. But I'm telling you, Brandon Cooks saying, boy, we, oh, like Jesse, said, oh, we're going to go in front of Coach and be skinning and grinning. Like, yeah, Coach, we did something that wasn't so smart. We, after we thought about it. Yeah, you thought about it before you got on that plane. I can't believe we just spent a whole segment. That's good content. On that. Yeah, but that was, was great. That was great. Good, good feedback. I thought we was going to a break three minutes ago, but I see you extended it. So, all right, yeah, we're going to go to a break now. Thanks for uh, hanging with us through this uh, nonsensical oh first segment in our when brand is the new sack studio. Equal to a drop pass. I don't know when that changed, but you hey. never dropped the pass on third and, on third and eight, and it hit you in the hands. Oh, by the way, we need well, to talk. Dropped the been touchdown pass. Jesse has one of my favorite shirts that he's ever worn on the show. I think this might only be like the second time you've ever worn it, huh? Maybe. Only the second time I think I've seen it. We'll talk about it next on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, 
with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys. Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Shannon Gross in our brand new SWBC podcast studio. And our second segment is today and always brought to you by blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. Blockchain. Blockchain. That's Every good. time I see the wing stop now, I think about the airplane just taking. <laughs> Every time you know I what? see there's, that for now. There's some kind of sponsorship <laughs> there. Yeah. Every time I see the wings now. Wing stop. They when Brendan Cook stopped. gets his wings. <laughs> well, wings, he should have got his wings there right now. <laughs> so, Jess, yes. the shirt you have on is very colorful. It's a navy shirt. I'll try to do my best to explain it. And then it's like almost like a watercolor mural mm-hmm. on your on your chest yeah. that is Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. He has his hand on your shoulder. Yeah. He has his his infamous decap on that he used to always wear. You have your helmet on, you see your dreads in the background and he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. What when and where and what was he saying? He was giving He's me- saying, "Please Jesse, unmute yourself." <laughs> Sorry, I hit the I hit the what my knee hit it. Um, new studio problem. New problems. studio problem. Sorry, uh, he was giving me his Chipotle order on the for the plane ride after the game. He's like, I'm about to go win this game. Don't mess up my my Chipotle order, All right. chump. Fair no, enough. but I don't know what he was saying in this picture. Literally, I have no clue what he was saying to me. I, this was right before we was got that the 49ers back. game. Should I call him? Um, sure, call him. Take a picture of him. And and, and, um, and he was. Whatever he was saying, I just kept saying, Tony, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, Tony. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. And that's all I kept saying to him. And then we go out, and he changes the play, and he calls the play that was designated for Miles Austin, who went out earlier in that game mm-hmm. with the hamstring injury. We win the game, and overtime, Dan Belly kicks it. Uh, and then we get on the plane ride home. The interesting part, we get on the plane ride home, punctured lung, broken rib. Tony is in the back of the plane, and I walk to the back of the plane. And I kind of just tap him on the shoulder, and I'm just like, hey, man, um, why did you change the play? Like, what? why did you change the play? And and he just kind of gave me that Tony Romo grin with the dimple, and he says, you told me you were ready. <laughs> I was like, that's enough for me. And I went and sat down. 
That's so, awesome. Is, yeah, that, that, is that all y'all ever talked about? Roll the play? credits. The movie's over. Yeah, the movie's over. <laughs> Did y'all ever talk about the play after that? Nope. Really? That no, was it. That's it. End of Claire's play. That's it. That's it. Claire's play, bro. I actually had a conversation. I don't remember. Then I went to the bench. Never. <laughs> Never got another chance. Ne- again. Uh, the next speech he got was, "I wish I had fifty-two more." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an ugly speech. I ain't never. I, but Jason, I, I would never. I, me and Jason couldn't have spoke after that. Oh, I, I haven't spoken had, to him yeah, since then. Fifty-two. Well, okay, coach, is one right here. Ready to do you? Come on, man. Don't tell no player that. Fifty-three of us. Yeah. I was ha- who I was talking to someone about the podcast, and I was. And I was, I was like, Nate, me, Nate, Kurt, another fellow that worked yeah. for the Cowboys, and Jesse, Holly, I don't remember if you remember, he yeah. won fourth and long. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, we were talking about something. And I was like, you know, he probably saved Dan Bailey's career. Dan Bailey had like a, what, 13-year career in the NFL? Long one. Because he missed how many field goals in that game? I think he missed a field goal and maybe an extra wow. point. I think something yeah. like that. And, and then if he was – First game of the year, he was probably on his way out. If you, I gave him redemption. You did. Yeah. Saved that man's – made that man some money. He might need to save Aubrey's job then, huh? He, he, <laughs> I can't save him now. I can just talk about it. He bought you dinner? He did. Like years later. Because I, I kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, I'm the reason Dan Bailey went off. <laughs> finally, he's like, shut up, Jesse. Here's a biscuit. Yeah, his, his mom would always come. Like, when he was playing here, his mom would always come to the game that she would come by the broadcast when I was working with the flagship station. And – uh she said, Dan told me to give you this. And it was a gift card. Oh, that's sweet. What's well, a great shirt? To Lubies. I love Lubies. You, you know really? why? Because I feel really young when I go it's to It's actually the wing stop. So just letting you know. Oh, yeah. It's a wing stop. It was a wing stop. Yeah. It was a wing stop. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. My got his wings. Thanks, Chris. Chris trying to keep us on the air. Hey, I just <laughs> want to make sure I say this. I want to make sure I say this before we get too far into the show. I saw something that really moved me earlier today. Was it a lax- Roxanne Medina came in and almost cried on Shannon's shoulder. She did not. That, uh, she that right there was moving. Rocks don't move for nobody, boy. See, you must ins- be special. That's an inside thing because most yeah. people don't know Rocks. Yeah. yeah. And Rocks, Rocks is one of our producers. And she's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a rock. Yeah. Well, I wish we had a picture of Rocks. We call we call Rocks. Rocks is Chris's work wife. <laughs> because they, they fight like they're married. Yeah. But. They love each they other. They love each other. Right. And they've been how long have y'all been doing this together, Chris? You and Rox. This was my twenty fifth season. And she was here when you got here? Yes, yeah, she was. How long is she how long was she here before you uh, got here? ninety six was her first year. Rocks, I can't, I can't man. do math. Man. So it's like she's like at like twenty eight. All right. Rocks. So, so a couple of years like before yeah. you? Yeah. And y'all been in the same department working on the same projects all yeah. those yep. years. Yep. Love to hate each other, don't you? Shannon. Did you, you know do you have you known <laughs> Rox longer than you've known your actual wife? A thousand percent. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, funny thing about Rox, she didn't talk to me for the whole first year. Really? Rox was scoping in mind. Did and, not speak to and me. And that wasn't because she didn't like you. That's just because she so didn't So I talk. worked in her department and she didn't talk to me. Which <laughs> <laughs> is funny because I was an intern. She didn't talk to interns. Bro, hey, tell Rox to make an appearance in here, man, because we talk about somebody, people be like, who in the world is this Rox? But um, that's cool. We'll get Rox on the show one day. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Football. All right, let's do it. I mean, we got to do. We're almost. We're over halfway through the show, so we got to talk. Let's not bear the lead anymore. What's What's the lead? lead? Well, I mean, there was a preseason game, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that we always talk about preseason games is you all want to hear everyone gets up. All right, after every play, everyone gets up. Everyone gets back to the huddle. Everyone goes home unscathed. Well, not this one. 
The yes. curse of Seattle. It seems like every time we go to Seattle, we, we gotta lose. quit going up. There. We gotta stop going up there. Um, <clears throat> we lost two players in this game. One who one who was fighting for a chance to make this roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call him Stretch. Uh, John was it John Stevens Jr. Stevens John. What is his name? John Stevens. John Jr. Stevens Jr. Mm-hmm. I get it confused sometimes. John, Stevens which is Jr. tough right, right here man. because you have a John Stevens Jones. Right. Yeah. That's what I want to yeah. say. Uh, Tight end slash wide receiver tore his ACL in this game. This was a guy. Mm. When you look at the tight end room, talk about they drafted Schoonmaker in the second mm-hmm. round. You already had Hendershot. You already had Ferg. McKeon. Sean McEwen. McEwen, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's spelled McKeon. It's, I got you. It's Nate. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Me. And then you had you had mm. this this young guy who was making a push to possibly find his role, maybe the fourth tight end, maybe that practice squad situation. Um, out with the torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Gone. Done for the year. And then at the linebacker spot, you had one of the promising young studs who he wasn't making he his was way. Start. He had he made was, his yeah, way. He was in. He had made his way to this roster and had found himself in a situation like where he, a start was, job. he was going to be a contributor day one. And that was uh, Overshow. Yeah. I had a question about that. Because he he was on this team. Yes. And they and he's a he's a kind of a unique guy, right? Do you when you're planning on someone like that being on your team, have you already kind of knowing how Dan Quinn works, right? He's he's great at going, okay, I'm gonna use this guy this way. Mm-hmm. Does he have to now kind of change and go, can I go find another guy like him to fit in this? Or do you find just a different does that even matter? Is he I don't think Overshone was that deep into the mm-hmm. game plan. Like I think he was kind of almost in like, here's what we're going to be doing. He, adapt to that. Yeah. You adapt to what we're doing. It's not like Dan Quinn's adapting to Micah Parsons now. Like that, he ain't. Uh, we like Overshone. Right. He ain't make that much of a push. So I think he's kind of like, we're going to fit him in these spots where we think he could be successful. We like how we use him here. Maybe on some rushdowns. Maybe on some coverages, and so on and so forth. Um, but he ain't he ain't Michael Parsons specials where he's begun to have the game Your plan. Game plan. You ever have movies? You ever have TV shows where they have like, let's say CBS and they got ESPN and they got this this and this. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you say plus that little plus sign. Yeah, he was, he was the plus. He that was yeah. Th- last year, Bland was my guy. I was like, man, Bland should be starting. Bland should be starting. Well, who you gonna take out? I don't know, but he should be starting. <laughs> <laughs> Overshone should have been starting. Mm. That's just how I felt about this guy. Once I got hooked into him, I, I have to admit, the first week I'm like, I, I, I'm not watching them. But after that game, I watched him. Mm-hmm. And like you say, Jess, they didn't have a planned spot for him, but they went to saying, well, let's see if he play this position. Yeah. Let's see if he play this position. Oh, he can do this. This dude was not going to come off that field, bro. If he would have kept going at the rate he was going, him 33 and 55. Damone Clark, Leighton Van Der They would have been fighting. They would have brought that, that competition there because uh, Jabril had took a backseat. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Mm. Every time I watched them line up, Jabril had took a backseat. Now, through the injury, Jabril is thrust back into the spotlight. And let me say this as far as when you look at a guy like, like this is – it may not sound great to say, but it's the reality of the National mm. Football League. And one... It's scripted? No. 
dictate the scripts are um, on so their way stupid. in. Right. Um, so stupid. One, football is a 100% hurt business. Yes. You find one player mm-hmm. that's played at our level, Nate, and who has not been hurt, I can promise you it's a guy who had not played. Like, <laughs> Thank, you. Just, Thank you. You don't play this game and not get hurt. Or a kicker or a punter. Those guys even get hurt at times. But it's unfortunate what happened. I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, that's why you don't play guys in the preseason. I, bull. Stop. Bull. It happens, right? You don't want it to happen. But this, this, that, you, that could happen in practice. There was nothing about what happened to him that was like, it was a freak. This would happen. That could happen in practice. Yes. Right? It's just, this is the business that we're in. The other thing is for a guy like uh, Stevens, uh, Stevens Jr., is he was making a push to try to make this roster. Wasn't guaranteed. Right, mm-hmm. and then now he's hurt and he's out for the year. It doesn't sound good to say, but the reality is not a bad thing for not him. a bad thing for him. I don't want anyone to be injured, but now what he's done is, if they decide to injury release him, mm-hmm. they have to pay him for the year, right? Because how the, how the thing works is, if you, you can't you can't cut an injured player, you can injury settlement release a player. Meaning, whatever your injury is, the team doctor decide, okay, this is a three-week injury. He should be back, able to go for three weeks. If you accept that settlement, it's it's what you would have made, the base pay of what you would have made for that year prorated for those games. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. And in that time frame, you can't go play for anybody else. So if you're if if it's a if it's a three week injury settlement, you get that cash, but you're kind of basically still property of the Cowboys until that three weeks is up. Do you get to see their doctors and use their facilities and all that stuff? How does that part work? Do you know that part? I don't know because sometimes you, they, you sometimes, do. They, sometimes they, they okay. You do you do get to go up to the. You may not work with a team, but you can get to go up to that. Okay. Fit, yeah. That fit, okay. Yeah. The gym. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But for a guy like this, now either they're going to give him a settlement for the year, which he walks away. A little bit of scratch in his pocket that he didn't have six months ago. Basically, right? guarantee him in a, guarantee. a spot for a year on the team. So now he has a chance to rehab while he's here, but he's in the meeting rooms every day, soaking it all in, soaking it all in, getting understanding talk, the playbook talking better, coaches. talking to coaches, mm-hmm. being around players at practice. So he's still able to be around the team if they don't injury release him. Be around the team and soak it up so that now when he gets here next spring, he's got a year. It's almost like red shirt. It's almost right? like red shirt. But he's hurt, which sucks. But and that's the sucky part, yeah. right? Because next year isn't guaranteed. Who knows the leap that Schoolmaker may take, or Ferg may take, or Hendershot may take, or whatever it may be. Next year is not promised to you, but neither was this year of you making this football team. And, and now you go from possibly being able to have to go and sell insurance or find a job to now having some scratch in the, in the bank and being around this football team while you're rehabbing for at least a year, and then they may sign you again in the offseason and give you a chance to kind of come back and compete for a spot in the spring with knowledge of what you're actually doing now. Yeah, because even if you get cut here and you go to another team, like you were around football, and like you said, you were in those meeting rooms. You were absorbing. Instead of just being cut and then having to work out on your own at a private gym somewhere with some other guys that got cut, because if you're on a team over the next six, seven months – you're here. You're, You're not here. working out on your own. Right. 
And then plus you're picking people's brains and you're getting knowledge and you're you just by yeah. osmosis, just being around the building, you're gonna yeah. pick up different things. Guys are gonna see you, coaches are gonna see you, meeting rooms, information, playbook stuff. You can ask questions, you can see the, the mental reps on the practice field, and now you come in with a better understanding and hopefully take that second year leap. All right, let's let's take our last break when we come back. I'm gonna go we have a whole show run, but I I wanna Ask y'all's opinion. You brought up the injury thing. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a theory on that. And I want to know if y'all agree with me or not. It may this may this may just flop. It may just be way too much when we come back. Okay, on hanging with the boys, <laughs> kind of. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings each and every day. And we're just going to talk about all the sponsors. We are in the brand new, you can smell it, the new digs, the new SWBC studio, the podcast studio, and the final segment, every show presented by Jigsaw, the proud dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And sorry, Jigsaw, but uh, Jesse Holly will not be on your platform uh, because he has a problem. He has a weakness. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a problem. I would Not just call it a... It's a vice. It is a vice. We all have our thing. We should... That should be, that's going to be a segment. A vice segment? Yeah. We'll do a vice segment on this show before we... It doesn't have to be bad. It could be a good vice. We'll do that one day. All right. Few uh few things. We got, what, five minutes to get to all this? Sure. Sure. All right. And plus you your, um, that, huh? your flop you was talking about. My flop. Okay. <clears throat> so... The the whole injury thing, right? 
the injury conversation, should you play guys, should you not play guys, Jesse, you brought up a great point. That could happen in practice. That could not happen in practice. Some of these injuries, they're probably going to be just a byproduct of a certain amount of reps that you do. We've experienced it. Sean Lee tore an ACL, non-contact injury in right. practice. Tyron Smith last year, non-contact injury during practice. Mm-hmm. Took him the, out for the, the year. kid got his legs tangled up with some, on his own teammates. Yeah. But my question to you is, I think every action causes a reaction, right? And yes. things, if one thing changes, the future changes. This is where my tinfoil hat comes in. Like if I drop this phone, all right, now this is a completely different show because I dropped this phone. you got to stop watching these shows, these documentaries. But, but my question to you is, do you think guys should just, like I I'm worried about the timing with Dak and the receivers. Yes. I'm worried about it. Yes. I say let him play a little bit, maybe a quarter, maybe a half, because you can't predict the future. And just because he plays, if this guy cuts this way, that changes the way. I, I don't think that contributes to an injury happening or not. So that's my question is, should they play? Like, to your To your theology – if you play Dak Prescott, <clears throat> you now have to play the starting offensive mm-hmm. line, right? So, right. like, you, you, you're you not putting four out there with no. Let's Go and whoever else, and, <laughs> Josh, and, Ball. and Josh Ball, and, and just some other guys who you're looking at. So, Bass. so that, that's a domino effect. If you put four <clears throat> in, then now you have to put. And there's more chances because there's more guys out there and there's more. You, ha- you have to put, you know what I'm saying? And then now you got to. Then if you put four out there, guess what? 88's going to say. Well, I want to play too. Right, three's going to say, "Well, shoot me up too," because they want the timing of. And level. you need him. I think you need him. If he plays, you yeah, need. So we're going to put them all in the crop duster. So <laughs> spin, them, spin them around <laughs> Seattle yeah, Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, to your point, and and I'm, I've been saving this because I went out and I talked to, um, you know, this is a future. This is a forecasting. Um, Mm. I went and talked to two former NFL quarterbacks and a current um, offensive coordinator in the collegiate level who is teaching the West Coast offense. And I asked them for five keys of principles when it comes to the quarterback in the West Coast offense. What are some of the principles that you teach for the quarterback position? Mm -hmm. And, And I'll give you just one of them. It's it's the the accuracy and the timing. Mm. That's something that you have to get good with. And you've heard Dak Prescott say in many of his interviews, you know, it's tied to my feet. Mm-hmm. It's tied to my feet. It's t- The timing is tied to my feet. You heard him say also guys saying, well, we know where to be. We know when to be there. We know how. But the timing is different in, in practice, practice. Yep. than it is in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, guys are buzzing out to, to certain areas. Guys are in lanes that may not have been there. Guys are, are playing things differently. The looks are coming off different. The athlete is different. It's shorter. It's taller. It's quicker. It's longer. All these different things that are that, that play. I like that. Say that again. No. That, 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 come into, <laughs> that come into contributing to this thing. So that's why I'm always of the mindset, get out there. Get a couple series in, then get off the field. But they get a chance to see Okay, the timing of the slant route. What is it going to be? The out route. The the this. That's why I think playing is, is necessary. Just because you get those that football conditioning, especially in an offense that is relatively new mm-hmm. to what they're doing. It's new. It ain't, ain't no relatively. It's new. And you're it's not doing new, joint bro. practices. Yeah. You, so you, no joint yeah. practice and no it's preseason new. game. 
Mm. I'm with you. Go ahead on you. So would you no, let we got go? it. Oh, they, Jesse, they were, Jesse says yes. See, let them play. I, I would have played them in the first two games and not worried about this last game. Mm. I, the first two games, I'd have got me a quarter out of all my guys because the, we talking about the fish offense that weren't run on timing and efficiency. Where, where, where haven't they got? Where, where have they got that? You because I watch uh, them do it team and practice out there and. Oxnard, that was a disaster most of the time. The first five plays never went off because number 11, done like he done dropped out of a dusk. <laughs> right on top of our team, just spread it over our whole team. Just spread it over our they whole team. dropped him out of the play. Out of the crop duster. He just spread it over our whole defense. And the first six plays, every, every, uh, just about every uh, period was ruined, the first two or four plays. So Dak looked great. When they went red zone seven on seven, when they went open field seven on seven, he looked great. But he didn't look great all the time when they was going inside defense, man. And then practice also doesn't have the same level of consequence, right? So yes. you take shots in practice that you're not going to take in the game mm. mentally, right? So just like you need to get in the game and go, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Mike, Dak, are we on the same page? Are, are, are you and I, is it, is it here and translating to here? Are, are we making sense? <laughs> and I need to see it. Because the one place I don't want to start having to correct That's, is Sunday night. The right. scrimmages will be over this coming week. And then we'll start the preseason. It's going to be four games. And I'm hoping we can be two and two coming out of these preseason games. See, they just count. These preseason games count. Nate, to those who are just joining us, Nate always calls the way that the league has now changed it. Nate has called the first four regular season games. Preseason games. games. Getting to know your players. (laughs) And when you look at, you know, when when you look at the scheduling, you... It, it ain't. It, this is gonna be a difficult road. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So you drop one early in the year to the Giants. Can't do it. That Can't may come it. back and drop you. That, that may come back and haunt you in December. We it, we it literally saying it happen to us, like multiple years, because we just think, well, all right, cool. Like we got freaking Mike. And this this division has changed, fellas. It's good. This division has changed. It's a defensive division now, too. I'm, I'm, I'm. When we get closer to the season, when you look at, if I gave you a list of the top fifteen to twenty defensive linemen, nose guards, rush ends, defensive ends, if I gave you a list of the top twenty, yes, the NFC East will hold a ton of those spots. Because mm-hmm. number one is probably going to go to Aaron Donald. Number two is Michael Parsons. Then you got to add Dexter Lawrence in there and Payne and Hargrave. It's there, no. There's a there's it's going to be a battle. There's no division that can boast two horses on their defensive line like the NFC East can. Oh, every you team, go to every, every team, team and every team. we have two horses on our defensive uh-huh. line, and you're gonna to have to deal with that. Yep. And so that's why I'm saying, as long as we have five guys and they don't get injured, we are. All right. One but. of them who constantly gets injured. The last <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't trying to hear you. I ain't trying to hear you, Jess. Can you get get us out? Can you get us out? Yeah, we're out of time. I don't want to hear Jess. Uh, don't start, Jess. I'm sorry. We good. We had so many more things to talk about. Don't booty juice me, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> come out and watch practice. Come out here to the. You star. come out today. I'm coming. I'm gonna be with you. Okay. Oh, gr- 
Sweet. I'll be here tomorrow. I'm not going to be with you. Right. Thanks for asking, though. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Appreciate that, Nate. All right. <laughs> This we love been, your mom. Is she coming back? Whoa! She'll be at the. She's coming. I'm gonna bring her to practice. No, tomorrow. in our show. Oh, maybe we'll betting. See. I mean, not betting, but picking games. Picking games. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, For I said the wrong thing. Only. Entertainment purposes. <laughs> I said it wrong. Sure did. I work for the NFL right now, so you're good. <laughs> but but I don't want to get in no trouble, bro. No, sir. <laughs> we do not bet on games. No way. No chance. Publicly. Anyway, privately for me, yeah, man, the studio's me. nice. It Chris, is. good to have you back. Wing stop. Josh, thanks for getting all the streams <laughs> yeah. up. Jesse, thanks for bringing. Uh, that's gonna be our new. <laughs> we- wing <laughs> stop. <laughs> where flavor gets, gets its, its wings. wings. <laughs> and Brandon cooks. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna come up with something. Oh, you think we're gonna get a call after this show? No. 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 Okay. Good. All right. Because we said it. They did it. <laughs> We just talked He's about it. He's the one that flew the plane yeah. and posted good point. it. Yeah. Good point. All right. it, it, you think it, he got his wings? It shouldn't on his be. Show? It sh- you know, he does the arrow. It shouldn't be this anymore. Yeah. Now it got to be. Mm. Got to do something. Yeah. Next time, get a drone. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Space Needle is fine. Chris, good to have you back. But thanks to everybody that uh, helped out while Chris. Thanks, Rocks. Thanks, uh, thanks, Rocks, for the hug. That really, I don't think Rocks really meant no, a lot to me. Jazz, thanks for keeping us on the Jazz. Jazz. Terrence, thanks for keeping the Terrence. thing going while everybody Terrence was out got of a big town. Old head, man. Welcome, whoa, welcome. So What's the you. white guy? What's the new white guy that was on the was on the jib? On the jib, uh, Chris. Chris. I don't know. Chris, what's the new guy? Uh, Justin. Dustin. Yeah. yeah. Justin. 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 With a Justin. J. Sorry. All right. Yep. Good job, everybody. Dustin. Thank he you said Dustin. We don't have a jib in here, so don't worry about it. Crop Dustin. All right. Crop dust. We, we got to go. We'll be back <laughs> Thursday at 1 o'clock for the Don't final show of the preseason, <laughs> and then we can get down to business next week. Jesse Holly. We got Nathan another Nathan. scrimmage, y'all. Please Shannon watch Gross, it. This has been Hanging with the Boys. See you Thursday. Bye-bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?